Welcome to the morning community of Northridge Vineyard. Our deepest desire is that you will encounter Jesus as you listen in to our morning gathering. If you'd like to find out more about us, check out our website, northridge.org.au forward slash mornings. All right, my watch is slow. So we have 10 minutes before we would like to finish up. Um, and, oh. You'll be pleased to hear that for the talk this morning, I wrote the longer version and the shorter version. The shorter version, I don't know if you can see that, is in red. It's like the critical path for all you project managers amongst me, amongst us. Because um, it just seems very appropriate. Last week we started a, a series on the wisdom of God. And as we've been hearing Chris and Jen's journey and praying for wisdom for them, even as God's been equipping them for that. We've just reminded, aren't we, that it's, um, it's so important that God's wisdom is something that we're seeking after. So, and I, you know what, I believe broader than that, that there is actually a special calling on us as God's people to live with wisdom in such a way that it actually demonstrates the kingdom of God to people. So we're going to very briefly look at a bit of scripture, and, um, and then we're going to, I'm just going to make a couple of comments, and then we're going to pray together. So I might have to go for the critical, critical path. Would you open up with me to Proverbs chapter 8? Nearly said 9 there. And I'd love you, when we have a bit more time during the week, if you're in a life group or if you've picked up the notes that Anna put together for us on this series to spend a bit more time in this passage because it's this beautiful piece of poetry. And I'm just going to read just a selection of verses from it. This is Proverbs chapter 8 from verse 1. Does not wisdom call out? Does not understanding raise her voice? At the highest point along the way, where the paths meet, she takes her stand. Beside the gate leading into the city, at the entrance, she cries aloud. To you, O people, I call out. I raise my voice to all mankind. You who are simple, gain prudence. You who are foolish, set your hearts on it. Listen, for I have trustworthy things to say. I open my lips to speak what is right. I'm going to jump down to verse 12. I, wisdom, dwell together with prudence. I possess knowledge and discretion. To fear the Lord is to hate evil. I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior and perverse speech. Counsel and sound judgment are mine. I have insight. I have power. By me, kings reign and rulers issue decrees that are just. By me, princes govern and nobles, all who rule the earth. I love those who love me, and those who seek me find me. And lastly, we're just going to read from verse 22. The Lord brought me forth as the first of his works. Before his deeds of old, I was formed long, long ages ago, at the very beginning, when the world came to be. When there were no watery depths, I was given birth. When there were no springs overflowing with water. Before the mountains were settled in place... Before the hills, I was given birth. 
before he made the world or its fields or any of the dust of the earth. <clears throat> you know, I, I love in this passage that there is, a, in a sense, wisdom is part of God himself. Kimmy did a fantastic job talking about how wisdom is just sown into creation and how we see the order of God and the wisdom of God in all that he's made. But there's also another sense. Uh, sorry, that was last week, if you're not sure what I'm talking about. Um, there's a sense in which part, wisdom is actually a part of the Trinity. If you look at verse 30, it says this, Then I was constantly at his side. I was filled with delight day after day, rejoicing always in his presence. So God himself, and particularly Christ, we read about in 1 Corinthians, is the wisdom of God, is wisdom itself. And one of the amazing callings for us as Christians, as the people of God, is that we are called to reflect back the image of God to the world. That's, you know, as we pray for Chris and Jen, as they're sensing the Lord leading them off to Toowoomba, part of what they are taking in their hearts is a sense of, and there's some disco lights for us in the room, um, is a sense of the, the, the God in each of us is what we are called to carry and reflect to the world around us. And you know what? Wisdom is part of that. Wisdom is part of that. And I just want us to take a moment just to think about this morning. Because wisdom is basically God's love and justice practically worked out in the decisions that we make day in, day out. When you think about wise parents, they have to love their children wisely. If they do it foolishly, they could end up hurting their children. Or a wise judge who's, who has to make decisions about criminal punishment. They can bring justice wisely or even foolishly. And so how we apply God's love and justice in the world, he calls us to do that in a way that is wise. Because then, then it actually truly reflects the character and nature of God. And when we make wise decisions... They can be deeply transformative and restorative. So that's one thing. Quickly, if we want wisdom, what do we do? We ask God. It's as simple as that. James 1.5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault. So that doesn't mean you have to be a wise person already because God gives wisdom to all without finding fault in us. I think that's a beautiful phrase. He doesn't look at all the things that we would do with it. Oh, I'm not sure. He gives wisdom for those who are eager and who ask. I wonder if you can recall a time when you have asked for wisdom. What's happened after that? Because I'm sure all of us at different times have gone, oh God, I'm going to need wisdom with this one. <laughs> this person, I'm going to need wisdom. This really difficult decision. Maybe there's been, when you've asked God, 
the meeting that you've been praying about, it's, that you dreaded, maybe it's turned out okay. Maybe it's just something subtle as that. Or perhaps a question has popped into your head that changed the outcome of a situation. Because God does answer that prayer. I know for me, when I'm looking at Scripture, and I don't know if any of you have had this experience, we could probably turn that light full on and it should leave us alone. Is that all right? Thanks, guys. Um, I've had this experience, certainly. When I've looked at Scripture and I've come across a really tricky passage, and I've gone, Lord, would you teach me, by your Holy Spirit, what this means? You know, maybe I've looked at the commentaries and I've chatted to people, and I'm still struggling to get my head around it. Because that's a promise in Scripture that the Holy Spirit will teach us Jesus' words, will teach us the word. And actually, so many times, when I mean, I've done that, I've asked, Lord, give me wisdom. And I've come back to it, and I've looked at it, and I've gone, oh, maybe that's what it means. God answers our prayers for wisdom. But on the other side of it, I wonder how many times you've asked God for wisdom and then someone comes along and says something that you don't really want to listen to. I've had this recently. I was um, recently asked someone for wisdom on a matter. And to my horror, instead of coming and saying, well, here's a couple of options that you could... They asked me a question about my pride. Ooh. I said, Lord, I don't think that's you. I'm not sure... Well, you ask for wisdom, Rob. How often do we reject the wisdom of God through others because of the way that it humbles us? And lastly, you know, true wisdom is about a posture before the Lord. Just quickly look with me if you've got your Bible open. Verse 34 and 35. I love this picture of of Proverbs 8. 34. Blessed are those who listen to me, watching daily at my doors, waiting at my doorway. For those who find me find life and receive favor from the Lord. If there's nothing else you take away from this morning, I want you to hear this. Wisdom is a person. So receiving wisdom isn't a transaction. It's not like I went to my coffee shop this morning and said, I'd like a flat white, please. Thank you very much. Here's my payment. That's not how wisdom works. Wisdom is a relational dynamic. If we want wisdom, we have to get to know the source of wisdom himself. We have to wait at his door, watching daily. I love that. So, As we pray for wisdom, because I'm sure all of you would love me to pray that for all of us, what we're doing as we're praying in a moment is saying, Lord, we want to enter into a relationship with you where we're listening to you and waiting at your door and eagerly seeking after your guidance and your leading. And so, you know what happens when we do that? It opens us up to the more of God. So why don't you stand with me as we come, to, come into land? We'd love to just pray for God to fill us with wisdom in the days ahead. It feels like now more than ever, 
we are having to make decisions for ourselves, for our families, for our friends. Difficult decisions, Lord. How to relate to each other, how to step into the season ahead of us, how to, how to find the new normal again. And we need your wisdom, God. So we just come today in humility and openness. Lord, your ways are not our ways. The things that we thought we knew and understood are dropping an ocean. So Lord, we need you. Come and fill us with the spirit of wisdom today. For those of us who are leaders in organizations or in, commun in our community, Lord, guide our ways. For those of us who are trying to navigate really difficult relationships, maybe family relationships, Lord, guide us. Fill us with your wisdom. Thank you, Lord.